Thanks, Hillary. That is really amazing that he's back a year later playing in this tournament. I, that is an incredible turn of events. I don't think anybody would have seen that coming uh, back when all that happened. Um, all right, let's talk about home title lock. Uh, I'm a pretty skeptical guy by nature. Uh, when I hear about something like home title theft back in the day, I remember thinking, is this real? Like, is this really happening? It seems so stupid, honestly. Why, why, why would it be possible for a cyber criminal to forge the name of my home uh, or off of my home into his name and then borrow against my equity? Like, how can that be possible? But it is possible, and you're not covered by homeowner's insurance or common ID theft services for something like this. The problem is that these titles are kept online, and Identity Thief knows the payday is huge if they can pull this off. So they're going to try it, and you probably don't even know about it because it's not like they're coming to your house the day it happens and be like, okay, you need to leave. This house has been sold. They just let you stay in it. And so you're staying in the house thinking everything's fine as they're draining your equity uh, from your account. It's 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 not okay, boys and girls. Uh, register your home address to see if you're already a victim of this and don't even know it yet. Once you know you're clear, you can protect yourself going forward with HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com is the place to go. Uh, if you get, put in a code, uh, use the code STU to get the listener discount. Uh, HomeTitleLock.com is the place to go. HomeTitleLock.com. We return with the radio show here in just a second. had a really insightful and true tweet yesterday. He said, quote, the difference between journalism and misinformation is support of that current thing. I want you to think about that. Trump engaged in a Russian business. Uh, Hunter Biden his laptop isn't real uh the elections they're totally clean but the next election according to the democrats could be very very dirty uh you name it on covid you name it on scandals and the only difference is between the truth and misinformation is is this unpopular with the people in power if it is it's miss miss dis or malinformation well things are changing john solomon joins us in 60 seconds sometimes the people we send out to defend our freedom don't come back sometimes when they do they come back forever a different person than they were before As patriotic Americans, it's not just our privilege to enjoy freedom. It is our duty to uphold those who have fought so valiantly for it. 
Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. So it's catastrophically injured veterans, first responders, police, firefighters. Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now they've just introduced Operation Home Base, which they're gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. Can you help? Join T2T, Tunnel2Towers.org. T, the number two, T.org. Donate 11 bucks a month. Just let it automatically take 11 bucks a month from you and you are helping. You're being a patriot in more than just hanging your flag. You're actually doing real good for the people who have done good for us. That's T, the number two T, dot org. Uh, all right, let me, uh, let me, let me. Let me start with uh, something that has uh, come out just a few days ago, uh, and it uh, revolves around John Solomon. John Solomon uh, is a an award-winning journalist. Uh, he has been in the business forever, uh, and he has been horribly smeared by tech and by the mainstream media for telling the truth. He just published a, a statement Uh, Because he has been under investigation at the Hill where he was hired to be the the main guy to run their digital uh, work. And he started printing uh, stories about Ukraine and about Hunter Biden uh, and what was going on and also the laptop. So the Hill said, they we got to get rid of him. We got to we're going to we're going to have to review everything that he does and says. Well, The Hill has published an update to review all of the work that he did in Ukraine, his reporting and other articles. They did not find a conflict of interest. Also, The Hill's newsroom review did not identify a single factual error in any of his colleagues uh, columns. Indeed, after months of digging into claims from liberal media and impeachment witnesses that my reporting was false, The Hill found nothing false in my reporting. Uh, They didn't interview him. But why would you do that when you're trying to get to the truth? Why would you interview the principal person involved? Seems like too much work. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter. They, They have cleared all of his reporting. Now, how much damage has this done? To John, I don't think very much because he started justthenews.com. And I will tell you, it is a go-to source every day for me. You want real journalism, real reporting? Justthenews.com does it. John Solomon joins us now. Hi, John. Great to be with you guys. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, listen, you know, you're only as good as your next story. You know that, Glenn, so we're always working for the next story. I know. The truth of the matter is the avalanche of facts that were held behind the dam of censorship, which, by the way, at your Reagan dinner speech at CPAC, you you really hit it on the head about the the danger of the censorship. But you know what? The dam is breaking and the facts are overflowing and overrunning the dam now. And soon 
the American people are going to know the truth in spite of the news media. And that's a good thing for all of us. So just so the audience knows, because I think these are all I mean, these these are earth shattering now all confirmed. Top Ukrainian justice officials says the U.S. ambassador gave him a do not prosecute list. That's huge. Been denied over and over again. The ambassador is clearly a liar on this. Uh, Senior Ukrainian official says he opened a probe into U.S. election interference. Uh, As Russian collusion fades, a Ukrainian plot to help Clinton emerges. U.S. Embassy pressed Ukraine to drop probe of George Soros uh, during the 2016 election. Joe Biden's 2020 Ukrainian nightmare. A closed probe is revived. Ukrainians to U.S. prosecutors. Why don't you want our evidence on the Democrats? Uh, How Obama White House engaged Ukraine to give Russia collusion narrative an early boost. Ukrainian embassy confirms DNC contractor solicited Trump dirt in 2016. God, FBI warned early and often that Manafort file might be fake, but they used it anyway. How uh, Mueller deputy Andrew Weissman's offer to an oligarch could boomerang on the DOJ. Uh, I mean, this just goes on and on. Those stories, uh, somebody has to pay a price because those people are still in this administration, many of them, and doing possibly this or worse because nobody's paid a price. Yeah, you couldn't have said it better, Glenn. That's really it. And here's the thing. All of that smoke, all of those stories and the counterattacks against me and Peter Schweitzer. Think about this. Uh, There were people in the news media calling Peter Schweitzer uh, a a conspiracy theorist. This guy is the best researcher in America. He doesn't do any better. But you know what? All of that incoming fire was to keep us from the truth of what we really wanted to get, which was that Hunter Biden was running an influence peddling scheme, enriching his family cashing in on his father's name. And the other day I put together a story that I think is my favorite one of the last four or five years. It looks at how, as the war is beginning in Ukraine, the first war, when Russia invaded in 2014 on Obama Biden's watch, uh, as the, as they're taking over Crimea, Hunter Biden is sitting with his business partner saying, all right, let's get one oligarch on each side of this conflict and let's go make some money. So he goes to Yelena Batarina, a billionaire Russian oligarch, and then it goes to uh, Nikola Zolchevsky, the uh, Burisma owner, and they're working to get both of them to pay them lots of money. And they actually write in the middle of this scheme, because that's really what it is, this is going to be life-changing for us, meaning the amount of money they're going to get, uh, as long as Ukraine doesn't fall to Russia before we get our money. They literally knew they were hedging a bet on the war to enrich the Biden machinery. And you go through all of the emails. Hunter Biden is on a first name basis with the Russian oligarch. He's uh, he's working for a company that his father's own administration considers corrupt. It's all okay because it was a great way for them to make money. The, the idea that Hunter Biden, the vice president's son, is profiteering off a Russian war on Ukraine, the first one, is really the ultimate thing that all of those people who are attacking us were trying to hide. They didn't want that story out there. Now it's out there. So, John, by the way, congratulations. That is a tremendous story. Um, The the oligarch, uh, the Russian oligarch, is that the Moscow mayor's wife? Sure was. Yeah. You're right. 
Yeah, the one that remember a few months ago, I, or maybe a year ago, it is all the Democrats and their Democratic media allies were saying there's no evidence that Hunter Biden was in contact with it. It had nothing to do with it. Now the only evidence up to that was that Ron Johnson and Greg Chuck Grassley showed a 3.5 million dollar payment from right. that. Um, well, we just put a new document out. It is the board minutes of one of Hunter Biden's company. It's called Burnham. According to Burnham, Hunter Biden was a vice president. Devin Archer, his convicted sidekick, uh, is the head of it. In this board minutes, in the in this, uh, spring of 20, uh, summer of 2014, they boast that Yelena Batarina didn't give them $3.5 million. She gave them $200 million. That is a document that the FBI seized, a document the FBI has put into court files Good luck trying to find any mainstream media that is willing to appear that. But Hunter Biden was calling Baterina by her first name, Yelena, meeting with her at a hotel, scheming up ideas to tap her money for real estate deals and other things, a cocoa uh, initiative in um, Latin America. And when he's talking about the cocoa initiative, he and Devin Archer joke, maybe we can get some money for Petro Poroshenko, the Ukrainian president. By the way, Ukrainian president who fired the prosecutor at Joe Biden's request. Hunter Biden was on a first name basis. And a year ago, the Democrats were telling us there was nothing that connected them. They were lying. So, John, may I take you into possibly you have information on this, but probable speculation. What? So what is happening really in Ukraine now? I mean, this is I, I believe that, you know, Putin I don't know, misjudged or whatever, uh, and went in into Ukraine. Um, and there's nothing bogus there, but right. with all of the, with all of the facts and all of the really nasty stuff really tied directly to, uh, Biden and Clinton there is, is there anything else do you think possibly going on is, is evidence being destroyed is, is there yeah, anything? Probably not. Listen, it's hard to erase evidence today, right? Because there's so many digital copies about digital copies and someone's hacked it somewhere along the way. Listen, I think the war, uh, the second invasion of Ukraine uh, on Joe Biden's watch, because the first one also occurred on his watch when he was VP in charge right. of the region, uh, is a reflection that uh, of three things. One, that uh, Vladimir Putin has always thought Joe Biden to be weak. So if you're going right. to do something you always wanted to do, do it on the weak guy's watch. Correct. The second part is, and Devin Nunes said this on my television show last night, and it's really resonated in my mind all night and uh, into the morning today. He said that, listen, uh, the, the greatest crime of the Russia collusion scandal, the effort by Hillary Clinton to hang a fake story on Donald Trump, and is that it handicapped two or three years of the presidency of Donald Trump. And Donald Trump had an opportunity to realign the relations between Russia and Ukraine. He was willing to give lethal aid to Ukraine, which Obama was too chicken to do. He was willing to uh, sanction Putin. And he would, probably would have been willing to get a sort of grand bargain between the two sides okay. that would lower the tensions. But because Russia collusion took Russia off the table for the president, he and his team couldn't execute a peace through strength policy. And as a result, Joe Biden gets in. And now we're doing peace through appeasement. And we see what happens when we go peace through appeasement, the European model. Uh, the bullies, like uh, Putin, get aggressive. And we sit back and we're, we're counterpunching at best. I, I think what Devin Nunes was trying to say is the, all these scandals that were faked by the media 
kept President Trump from maybe creating a, a lasting peace solution like he did in the Middle East with the Abraham Accords. Very interesting way to look at the last five years of history. All right. Back with John Solomon. If you can hang with me, uh, give me one minute. And we'll be back with John Solomon, author of Fallout and CEO, editor in chief of JustTheNews.com. Something that you should check for news every single day. Um, My Patriot Supply is our sponsor this half hour on tonight's television program. I'm going to talk to you in depth about being prepared for whatever is coming next, why it's important, what you can do about it. Um, This is not uh, a game anymore for paranoid conspiracy theorists. It is actually something that is both practical and vital for you and your family in the face of uh, just untold number of emergency situations the short and long-term kind um we have to start thinking more like our grandparents i'll talk to you about this tonight in great detail if you haven't already made the important decision uh today is the day go to mypatriotsupply.com and order one or more of their emergency food kits make sure you have enough for each person in your family and that's really good it will last for 25 years it's really delicious and it has 2,000 calories every day which is what you need so mypatriotsupply.com go there now get your order shipped as quickly as possible it's free shipping and your order will arrive in unmarked boxes for privacy it is mypatriotsupply.com go there now mypatriotsupply.com 10 seconds station id So, John Solomon from JustTheNews.com, we are now hearing that, oh, the laptop is true. It's real. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, But the White House is still denying that that Biden had anything to do with it. Um, They're all all these things are now verified. All the really important things are verified that that he was making money and he knew his son was involved in all of these things. Laws, big laws were broken. Uh, just in their financial uh, uh, goings on between Hunter and Joe Biden. But you're not hearing anyone in the they're all throwing Hunter Biden under the bus. That's right. But making sure that everybody knows. But the president's completely clean. Ron Johnson used the great Watergate term over the weekend. He used it again in an interview this morning. What the media is engaged in is a limited modified hangout, which is they're going to now give you some ground uh, and acknowledge that the false reality that they had created is not totally true, but they're not going to give us the whole truth until the next shoe falls. That's a great public relations strategy we saw happen time and again in the Nixon years. I think he's right, which is right now they went from Hunter Biden did nothing wrong to, oh, he's got a lot of problems, but there's no evidence Joe Biden did anything. I want to object to that uh, picture that they're portraying right now. We know from the documents that we uh, just made public a couple of days ago on this oligarch story that Joe Biden agreed to a dinner with his son where the Russian oligarch, Helena Baderina, was being invited along with her mayor husband, the Moscow mayor husband. The uh, top senior executive at Burisma was invited and some Kazakhstan oligarchs were invited. Joe Biden attended that dinner. That's not in dispute. That is facilitating his son's foreign policy. Joe Biden took Hunter Biden on Air Force Two in 2013 and met with the Chinese businessman from the Communist Party who helped Hunter Biden set up his China fund. Uh, Joe Biden is listed as the big guy entitled to 10% on the 2017 CEFC Chinese deal. 
Joe Biden is far more involved in the media is just not uh, acknowledging that yet. But I have a funny feeling when the indictment comes out, we're going to see Joe Biden's name a lot more clearly in this in the storyline. What makes you say that? Well, listen, you can't tell the story of a, uh, an operation without pointing out the, the reason Hunter Biden wielded this influence and could make this money was he was promising access to his dad. There was an amazing document, Glenn, that came out in 2020 that no one noticed. We grabbed it out of the file, Seamus Bruner at, at, at Peter Schweitzer's operation and I did. It's from one of the business partners, a John Galanis, who worked with Hunter Biden along with his son for many years. And he gets convicted in the tribal scheme where Hunter Biden walks away. Mm-hmm. But he writes the court under penalty of perjury, perjury uh, uh, in an affidavit in, in 2020 and said, listen, at the end of the day, Hunter Biden told my family they were running an influence peddling scheme. Let me read exactly. Jason Glanis, uh, his son, gave his interest in this company that the uh, um, Hunter Biden was in, Burnham, to Archer on, on the prospect that Archer and Hunter Biden would continue to attract foreign oligarchs on the promise of high-level political context. He then goes to call the operation a, pl- a political influence peddling operation. That is one of Hunter Biden's own business partners saying, we all know what was going on. Joe Biden can't escape that storyline when, when, if and when uh, an uh, indictment comes down. Uh, do you think we'll see something before the election uh, or is it going to take the Republicans taking over before we Great see Great question. It? Right. Listen, uh, uh, Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson continue to make incredible information. Last night they had an amazing floor speech where they put out a whole bunch of new China stuff that's jaw dropping. But here, here's the thing. Right now, the activity before the grand jury in Delaware is very fast, rapid, intense. It's, it's at a pace that you normally see when an indictment is only a couple of months or a couple of weeks out. It looks very much like the activity the grand jury had bef- uh, by, with John Durham last summer before he dropped the Sussman and Igor Danchenko indictments last fall. So it looks like they're moving to that point of trying to secure an indictment. No one knows what um, uh, a prosecutor can do, what the grand jury will decide. Uh, but the activity suggests that an indictment is in the near offing. And I think that will give us the sort of visibility and accountability into what the government now knows. Mm. John, thank you so much. Thanks for everything you do. Really. Honored to be on your show. And listen, your speech at the CPAC was one of the most important speeches given at that long conference in a long time. And I just wow. wanna, it was, I sat in that audience, I watched you and Tulsi Gabbard back to back, and I walked away thinking they have it right. America can't be America if we continue uh, repressing free speech. So thank you for what you said that night. You bet. Thank you. John yep. Solomon from justthenews.com, justthenews.com. More in a second. Um, some other questions about the laptop and what's going on in Ukraine. More things the the blaze tries to tell you and social media tries to shut it down. Next. The Glenn Beck Program. So when you look back to the world of cyber safety in 2021, 2021 was a pretty big year for data breaches. LinkedIn, data breach, 700 million users. Uh, Strip chat, which Stu is on all the, or is that Jeffy? Uh, they had it's a great service to knock it. 
200 million. <laughs> you chat and strip? Really? 200 million records. Uh, I have no subscribers on it for some reason, though. No followers. <laughs> really? I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. I think maybe the webcam is broken. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing. Nobody can prevent all identity theft, monitor all transactions, because it's just huge. It's just. Things are just it's like a sinkhole. It just opens up and everybody falls into it. However, there is a service out there that can really help protect what's yours uh, and your good name. It's LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BACK. If they spot a problem, they notify, and they have a team to help you clean it all up, which is really the important part, I think. And one of the things they do best, I mean, they're the best in the business, in my opinion. It's LifeLock.com, promo code BACK. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to subscribe to Blaze TV. You can uh, save 20 bucks off your subscription now with the code THEALAMO. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I want to talk to you about the Alamo. The Alamo uh, really wasn't Davy Crockett's fight. It, it wasn't. The guys who went there, they were from uh, Kentucky. And they came in because they knew what it was supposed to be like to be free. And they saw the fight at the Alamo and they related and and stood for the Mexicans that were in the Alamo. And they all decided, you know what? This is where the line in the sand is. That's literally where that came from. Drawn a line in the sand. Those on that side, no hard feelings. You can leave. Those on this side, we're staying. And we all know what that means. The Alamo is the blaze. It is, we, we plan on standing. Even if we're the last man standing, we're standing. And we're going to stand for the things that we know to be true. Now, social media is hammering the blaze right now and the hosts that are on the blaze. And I mean hammering unlike we have been hammered. Uh, and that's fine. It's not going to change us. But we do ask. I built this platform uh, so that we could survive, but we won't survive without your support. Um, the uh the 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 way to get our message out to people through social media is dying we can still reach you know our our fans one way or another with other social media but you're only getting if you're depending on facebook or anything else you're getting probably maybe one out of every 10 messages and stories we send out maybe maybe uh, and we have now been um, throttled and demonetized um, because one of our hosts disagreed with global warming and what they were proposing. Wow, I always thought that was a right to free speech, but I guess not. You can't deny that anymore. And one of our other hosts, who I absolutely love, uh, is asking questions about Hunter Biden. And this is Daniel Horowitz. Now, Daniel has done a lot of work on um, COVID and agree or disagree with Daniel. He is sincere. He I don't think he knows anybody knows this, but 
he's up in the middle of the night during covid calling people who are fans or you know watchers of him or readers helping them find doctors and helping them and really listening he cares deeply about what he says and what he does and the people who uh, read his work or watch his work well he has just come out with uh, an opinion that they just don't like or not even opinion questions they just don't like and that is hunter biden's role in the ukrainian bio labs uh w- w- wait a minute we ha- were we doing gain of function stuff over there too now we're being penalized because he's speaking out this is the freaking alamo for anybody who just wants to run fine but we're drawing a line in the sand and so let me double down Daniel Horowitz is here to ask those questions on this program as well. Hello, Daniel. Hey, Glenn. Great to be here in the trenches in the Alamo with you. Thank you. Uh, there weren't any trenches at the Alamo, but I'm going to let that slide. Uh, <laughs> so, so, Daniel, tell me what you have found and the questions that it has led you to. Well, I think to begin with, we need to ask the basic question. Two years into this pandemic, why is it that we still don't know anything about where it came from? And nor is there any effort to find out where it came from. Obviously, you and I have dug into this and other independent people have, but our government doesn't seem to be too concerned to find out about the thing that destroyed the entire world. Uh, If you remember, after 9-11, we circled in on airport security, because that's at least at a surface level where uh the the terrorist attacks emanated from Mm -hmm. and we redressed that issue whether you agree or disagree with what we did here there is no desire to even account for where in the world are we engaging in gain of function research what sort of research and why are we still doing it well it turns out the next current thing after covid which is ukraine seems to tie back into that um we all know about eco health alliance peter daszak Uh, seem to be articulating five to seven years ago the creation of a virus that sounds awfully similar to what we now know as SARS-CoV-2, they had a partner called Metabiota, another biotech company based in San Francisco uh, that was created last decade, and they run these biolabs in Ukraine and engage in research of zoonotic viruses to see if they jumped to humans and how to make them more pathogenic. Well, it happens to be Metabiota was not just funded by Rosemont, which is Hunter Biden's uh, investment firm. It turns out he was so close with them that he almost sublet his offices to them. He traded emails back and forth. This is what the uh, UK Daily Mail learned from uh, an April 4th, 2014 email. 2014 is a very important year. Your last guest just talked about that. That was the year of the color revolution backed by our government in Ukraine. That they were going to work with Metabiota to assert Ukraine's cultural and economic independence from Russia. And another email showed that he would work with Barisma and Metabiota on a science project. And it's really in it. It really is. He refers to it. And so do the other members refer to it as a Ukrainian science project. What the hell is that? Well, exactly. What is a corrupt oil and gas company related to former 
uh, Ukrainian government officials have to do with Metabiota, an American biotech company, uh, selling pandemic risk insurance, but then somehow also running labs and somehow knowing when pandemics are going to come out. Uh, last year, or t- in 2020, Metabiota put out a statement that said there's about a 50% chance within the next few years of a pandemic much more deadly than COVID coming out. Um, that same year in 2014, so you have to remember, Metabiota was running labs in Sierra Leone during the uh, outbreak of Ebola in Africa, and they were cited in a CBS investigative report by CDC and WHO officials for running dangerous operations. People didn't want to get anywhere near there. So Metabiota CEO Nathan Wolf, who co-authored a lot of uh, papers with Bat Lady and mm. Peter Daszak on that very similar research, he wrote a couple months later, 2014, a very important year, while Ebola virus won't be the next global uh, strain, there are viruses out there that could be coronavirus and influenza viruses for example, show that some viruses truly can spread around the world in ways that will blindside and impact our entire planet. So they sure seem to know what they were doing. We know that the DTRA under the Defense Defense Department uh, funded that $80 million worth of biological research. They've given about $18 million to Metabiota um, to stand up these biolabs. Again, put aside your feelings for Zelensky and Putin and the geopolitical conflict surrounding Ukraine. But from an American standpoint, we just went through a pandemic that we're still going through. Aren't we a bit concerned about what exactly is being done there um, with these zoonotic viruses? And how do we know that this is not the next Wuhan So they would say that the $18.4 million from the U.S. Defense Threat Reduction Agency um, is money to get rid of anything that the that was bad that the Russians had in those labs early on, you know, to get rid of any of the, you know, nuclear or 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 any gas supplies or or uh, biological supplies that were there left over from the Cold War. That's what they'll tell you. Sure. And, and indeed, in 1991, that was the non-Luger program uh, to go and destroy the WMDs left over by the Russians. But the problem is, in the ensuing decade, in the 2000s, Black & Veatch Special Projects is a DTRA contractor uh, that worked with Metabiota. They actually built a number of facilities, new facilities, um, for the study of pathogens that can be used in bioterrorism attacks. And also, we find out from some of these emails here that in 2016, October 2016, there was a meeting involving U.S. military officials, Ukrainian counterparts, uh, Black and Beach, and Metabiota staff uh, that worked on projects researching surveillance and diagnostics of a number of dangerous zoonotic diseases, including hemorrhagic fevers and avian influenza. Why are they doing that? What does that have to do with the old uh, Soviet-era WMD project? It sounds more like they're constructing rather than deconstructing. Yeah. Um, This is so dangerous, and and you are absolutely right um, to ask these questions. These are the questions that we should be asking ourselves right now. Really, life and death questions. Should we be involved in gain gain of function research? My answer is 
absolutely not. But the the connection between Hunter Biden, Burisma, uh, and and these bio labs is equally disturbing and needs to be answered. And it also raises questions. Is that the reason why our government doesn't seem to be too concerned about researching this? I mean, you listen to them all along the last two years and COVID was the worst thing that ever hit humanity. And it required the response that they pursued with lockdowns and mandates and all this stuff. But then when it comes to finding out where did it come from, I mean, usually when you have a calamity, the first thing is to, you know, have some sort of Pearl Harbor, Harbor uh, 9-11 commission to figure out where it came from and how to prevent it. Somehow they don't seem to be too concerned about that. And that's what it makes you wonder. Are they protecting uh, high-valued individuals? Because if this was just some sort of Chinese venture with no involvement from the U.S. government, the Defense Department, and U.S. NGOs, why wouldn't they want to find out, you know, all the bad things the Chinese were doing? Um, and, and that's the question. But it seems like we have these labs in Ukraine. We have them in Georgia, which is another former Soviet Union satellite. Mm-hmm. We have them in Africa. What are we doing in them? You would have told me this a decade ago. I would have said, yeah, that, that's a great idea. Get ahead of this. Uh, I would have thought there was nothing wrong with gain of function. But I think now we understand exactly what it causes. Daniel Horowitz, uh, podcast host, conservative review, senior editor at uh, theblaze.com. Thank you for um, raising these questions, Daniel. And uh, so you know, I stand with you 100%. God bless you. Great, great time to be fighting with you. Take care. Thank you. Make today count. Do the next right thing. If you are... Um, thinking about how can i save money i want you to think just for a few seconds about everything you're doing to secure a better financial future for yourself and your family i want you to think about everything you're not doing as well have you looked into your mortgage for a refi those days are growing late uh are you thinking about buying a house (laughs) if you are those days are growing late to be able to get a reasonable mortgage If you're trying to pay off your credit cards and you're seeing now that the interest rate is 5% for a mortgage, uh, you better hurry. It won't be long before that number is 10%. Uh, And if that's what it is for a mortgage, how about your credit cards? Those things are usually not locked in and they can go 20, 25%. You'll never pay them off. I want you to call American Financing today and see if they can help. Don't have that pit in your stomach. Just make the call. AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing. NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Oh, this is great. Here is the uh, the governor of Utah, the the most conservative state in the most conservative state in the union. Depending yeah. on how you measure it. But yeah, yeah. it's up there. For it's sure. up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is the governor of Utah teaching the first 
equity and inclusion class. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. I am Governor Spencer Cox, and I have the pleasure today of hosting the first One Utah Student Town Hall. And uh, my preferred pronouns are he, him, and his. <laughs> that may have been added. I, I think, think it was added. I think it was with me. And uh, my preferred Let's... pronouns are he, him, and his. Can we? My preferred pronouns are go. he, him, and his. Right. <laughs> I'm and uh, my preferred pronouns are he, him, and his. Uh, right. so, so thank you One for way or another, it. it's a I clown or the, the you know, whatever. Learn and grow by listening to them mm-hmm. and providing platforms to share their voices. Leading with equity and inclusion starts at a young age, and the students that are joining us today have shown great leadership through their mm-hmm. academic achievements and uh, and civil and civic participation in our state. That's great. So we're uh, we're bringing the kids in that are super smart and uh, are very active in the state, and we're going to teach you all about being an activist, I guess. Um, Wow, diversity and in or equity, equity. Does he even know what equity is? I don't think so. I don't think any reasonable person uh, that has done an ounce of homework uh, feels good, though. It's a, it's, it does it's, it's feel a word good. That tests and he's well. happy, isn't he? He does. He seems very, very yeah. nice and very happy. Yeah, he does. He, he, he does. Yeah. Just gravely misguided. Seriously, I mean, Utah, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You know, you've got Mitt Romney, who just can't surprise me uh, on being any worse. But every day he says seems to surprise me. Your your, your preconceptions. Yeah, I mean, a low bar is (laughs) is it's hard to get it to go below ground, but he's doing it. Uh, And 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 your governor, Governor Cox, what who is are you kidding me? Have you read why he vetoed the uh, uh, the women in sports bill to to be able to have transgenders into female sports? It makes no sense. That's not a way to govern. Program.